0: Hey everyone, you're listening to Tech Time, a daily podcast dedicated to giving you what you need to know in the world of tech in three minutes or less. Now let's dive into today's episode. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday. Joe Tosti here, host of Tech Time. I'm super excited. We're rolling through chapter six of Swipe to Unlock, the primer on business technology, the primer on technology and business strategy. Chapter six is big data. So far, this is actually my favorite one, uh, maybe because it's a little more practical and uh, and applicable to to actual business. Uh, I think when you kind of just talk about We've gone through software development and app economics and operating systems uh, throughout the book. When you just run through the definitions and the, uh, I guess, the kind of almost technical makeup, it's just not as exciting to me. But what's really exciting to me is application. I love application. I'm an application kind of guy. And uh, so we're going to jump into it today. And then I'm going to give a preview of a podcast that's going to come out for season two of Tech Tables as I'm promoting that, and uh, which is a lot of fun with Bill Schmorzo, who's the ex-Chief Innovation Officer at Hitachi Ventera. Uh, but let's start with chapter six. So this the reason this one was actually really exciting is uh, there's a couple applications, but I'm going to talk about this one in particular. And the subtitle was, how did Target know that a teenager was pregnant before her own father did? So, uh, as I'm thinking about it, and I'm kind of chuckling this because I shop at Target all the time, and I'm starting to think about, um, you know, what what do they have on me? And, uh, and so, they kind of go through, and the story is a little bit funny. So, apparently, there was a father in, in Minnesota in 2012 who... Uh, was shipped a bunch of coupons to his house for his teen daughter who was pregnant uh The problem was that he didn't know and uh <laughs> at a fairly target based on all of the the they have about twenty five different triggers that they kind of put together to create this like guest i d and uh and then once they kind of put it together, apparently they have this eighty seven percent score confidence score around uh you know is she is this woman pregnant or she not pregnant that whole deal and so uh it's 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 kind of funny you have all of these big companies and, and and mind you this is right this is nothing new all these companies want a ton of data on their uh on their guests coming on in and so uh, what what I thought was pretty interesting was they basically grabbed 25 buying habits that, when analyzed together, would let the company assign each shopper a pregnancy prediction score. And so this is this is their uh, we'll, we'll put it in quotes predictive analytics. So this is nothing new, right? So if you're a, a data scientist, you're kind of in that world. This has been going on. I mean, it's almost 2021, right? Uh, so Target can predict pregnancies with an 87%. Sc- confidence score and sometimes I can even predict the approximate date of delivery, which is uh, pretty crazy. And uh, in my case, and I shop at Target all the time, um, I'm trying to think about when the first time we, we have a, my wife and I, we have a, uh, about a two and a half year old son. I'm trying to think about when they started shipping us stuff. But uh, in my own personal case, uh, as far as collecting data on me, I, and I love Disney. I am a huge Disney fan. I even have a Chase Disney debit card. This is how much of a of a Disney fan I am. And so they send me targeted offers all the time, right? Uh, and actually, I had don't have a problem with it because I that's how much I love Disney. <laughs> and especially as they've grown the brand to acquire Marvel, uh in you know Star Wars and uh um, Lucasfilms and all that kind of stuff, right? So I'm getting all these targeted offers especially during the holidays, right? And you're just like you just think to yourself, how do these companies know what I like so much? And it's because they're collecting all of this data on us, right? But it's not just they're collecting all of the data because that's still useless, right? It's it's how are we leveraging the data to make really effective business decisions which in the end Result in more money, right it's really a more money kind of game, and actually, in my podcast with bill uh, schmorzo, who is the ex chief innovation officer at Hitachi Ventera, we actually go into this and he I think he calls it the mmm which is the more more money I forget the third m i'm going to have to listen back to my own podcast i'm sorry, Bill, I dropped it uh, I'll have to listen back but but the whole thing is all about money, right? So uh, when you think about big data, uh, it's typically tied to some business problem, right? And so the big business problem is underneath the umbrella of how can we make more money, and in this case, how can you leverage? So if you go into a, a grocery store or some type of you know retailer, and and this is a quick, just an easy quick example. You can do it across many different verticals and things like that. But if you go into a grocery store, it's you're think kind of thinking to yourself, you know, these companies are capturing as much information about me as possible to serve up a personalized experience. Which, granted, some people don't like. Uh, some people do like. I I I kind of like that, right? I you know, another example is like I love HelloFresh. My wife loves HelloFresh. And you know, as they kind of start to learn more about us, they can personalize certain uh, offers and meals based on when you, you know the the kind of stuff that I'm clicking around and the meals I like and things like that. So it's super powerful, super beneficial. Uh, but in the world that is drowning in data, right? It's like the world's drowning in knowledge, the world's drowning in data, uh, and it's what you can capitalize on? How do you capitalize on that data to really make a better experience for your customers? That's really what it comes down to at the end of the day, along with making more money for the company. But that really just ends up being a byproduct because if you can create a really amazing experience for your your customer base, then the money's just going to flow, right? So that's where all this kind of goes in. And in my interview with Bill, Super fun. We talk about the story brand framework in the contact in the context of data science. Uh, if you're not familiar with story brand, uh, I'm gonna actually jump into it during the podcast episode. But it's a really great framework, uh, and it's uh, created by this guy Donald Miller. Huge fan. And then uh, and so I actually don't want to spoil it because I love story brand so much. I'm, I, but but just Google that if you kind of want a preview. Uh, before i if, if you can 't wait until I release this episode in season two of tech tables we 're going to talk about design thinking and data science we 're going to talk about how to value data as a corporate asset so you can think about so current gap accounting this is generally accepted accounting principles gap standards do not actually permit data which is an intangible asset right you can't physically touch it versus a building, which would be a tangible asset. So you can't capitalize that on the balance sheet, right? So actually a really interesting question is companies from Honeywell to uh, Disney to, to whatever, they're, they're collecting all this data, but the data is useless if you can't really monetize it or make a business decision and drive it in, a, in an area where you can actually Uh, generate some monetization off that, right? Um, Then it's just really a liability because you're just spending money and time collecting it. Uh, You have to be able to take actionable insights off of the data that you collect. Uh, We're going to roll through Chipotle use case and how Chipotle improves same-store sales using data and analytics, uh, which is a great public case study. Great public case study. I also love Chipotle. So just another reason why I included the example. Uh, we're going to talk about the more money, the m m of digital transformation, which I forget there's four M's and I think I only know two of the four. I got to listen back to my own podcast. And then everything Bill learned about management, he learned from coaching Little League, really fun. So we're going to roll through that. Uh, this episode will be released when I release season two and uh, definitely look out for for this episode. Have a fantastic Friday. I hope that was just a little bit into big data in Swipe to Unlock. And next week on Monday, we're going to jump into another topic that I actually really like is hacking and security. And, uh, And we're going through. So I think next week we'll end up finishing Swipe to Unlock. Thank you, everyone. And have a fantastic weekend. Happy Halloween. You've been listening to Tech Time. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show and your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, I'd love for you to open up the Apple Podcast app and leave a quick rating. Just tap the number of stars you think the show deserves. Also, if you're looking for more content, please visit techtablespodcast.com for the latest Q&A interviews with industry leaders from across the globe. And to learn more about our sponsor, please visit nagaro.com. That's N-A-G-A-R-R-O.com. Nagaro helps clients transform, adapt, and build new ways into the future through an entrepreneurial, agile, and caring mindset. We excel at digital product engineering and deliver on the promise of thinking breakthroughs. And of course, you can find me, Joe Tosti, your podcast host on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks for listening.